So certainly from the research that I've done, um, you know, looking at the New Zealand research landscape um, in terms of looking at uh, engineering specifically and I think, um, you know, uh, the fourth industrial revolution, uh, this uh, research is really the first um, in its sort of class and in its sort of uh, perception and understanding. Kia ora, I'm Troy, here as CEO and welcome to Stirring the Pot. Thanks for connecting. If you're new, here's what you can expect. We're going to be talking the tough stuff, the things that keep us metalheads up at night. There are many challenges facing our industry and equally many opinions on how we should tackle them. Stirring the Pot provides a facilitated forum to discuss and challenge these viewpoints. So let's get to the nuts and bolts of it. Today our conversation is with University of Auckland engineering and law student John Cole. John is working on HERA's Construction 4.0 project in collaboration with Puhoro STEM Academy, looking at the intersection between Maturonga Māori and Construction 4.0. John, can you give us an explanation, please, of what Maturonga Māori is? So, um, you know, as uh, Indigenous peoples of New Zealand, um, Māori were around for a long time before we had, um, you know, a Pākehā come here, um, you know, their big waka and... Um, and sort of put together the systems and the, the scientific basis that we currently would call, you know, like modern science. Um, but the thing is, is that, you know, over this time, um, Māori built up um, not only heaps of knowledge and heaps of understanding and um, connections about the world around them, but they also built up a, a methodology for developing a new knowledge and understanding of the world, um, which has some, you know, some some critical differences from our modern sort of Western science. Um, and that, you know, altogether, this big uh, area is Mataronga Māori. So connecting the dots there, what is the internship program that you're working on with HERA? Um, so uh, the internship project that I'm working on with HERA is about sort of the value that Mataronga Māori has and this understanding and a lot of the, uh, specifically the way that Mataronga Māori views the world and views people and views, uh, you know, the connections that we have with the world um, and what that, you know, the value that, that actually holds in terms of um, the fourth industrial revolution, specifically construction 4.0. Um, Obviously, you know, I'm still in the research phase and we're still uh, developing ideas, but um, I think, you know, there's a lot of really exciting ways that uh, Mātauranga Māori and that these approaches can add that value. And what are you seeing as um, those synergies um, from what you've, you've found so far? So I think um, there's definitely um, a lot of areas in which there are synergies between them. Um, certainly in terms, uh, the biggest one that I've found and that, um, you know, I've talked about and looked at is um, the synergy between a more holistic approach and a more general approach to understanding things and to, uh, for instance, um, approaching things compared to very specific uh, sort of heuristic interactions. So it's about, um, you know, understanding the impact that uh, a building will have on, um, you know, not only well, not only the different components that make up the building, but also the impact it'll have socially and the impact it'll have on people around it. And it's actually developing methodologies for uh, measuring that and understanding that in a um, very impactful way. Mm. From my limited understanding of Mataronga Māori, my view is that um, Industry 4.0 offers that opportunity of that more holistic view and, and looking at the interconnections um, versus you know, typical industrial processes which are very linear. Can you, is that how you would see it as well? Can you explain, um, I guess, the difference between um, 
how Maturunga Māori knowledge development would work versus um, Western science. Yeah, absolutely. So I think um, Maturunga Māori is about um, sort of, I want to say more generalised approaches to understanding things. So it's not necessarily, um, one of the examples that comes up a lot is it's not necessarily about um, specifically finding like a reason for something, but it's about finding how things are connected through, uh, you know, perhaps means that we don't directly understand and through, uh, you know, interconnected uh, different components. So, um, you know, one of of the analogies that... um, uh, I like pulling out is that um, you know uh, back in indigenous times for Māori people you know there were characteristics of uh, potato farming or kumara farming where they knew from those characteristics um, like you know soil colour or um, the plants uh, what the crop was going to be like and how that was going to you know impact uh, their tribes and their families and whānau and um, so they could make those sort of connections between, uh, you know, the crop and the health of the earth and the health of them, and it was all sort of an interconnected cycle. And so for a lot of Industry 4.0, it's about, uh, you know, connecting literally with the different components of a building or with the different components of um, the world around us and using those insights to be able to uh, make decisions and to uh, impact people and that sort of thing. And so I think there's a really strong synergy there and connection there in terms of how we approach these issues as opposed to uh, uh, previous methods. Mm. I, I, I That's how I see it as well. I think for Hira, we obviously haven't had um, a strong engagement with Matauranga Māori and we've, we've followed a very typical, traditional style of um, research and development. And for us, entering into construction 4.0 is new um, and so that offers us the opportunity to do things probably in a more ideal way where we do consider Matauranga Māori. But I also think it offers, it's kind of unique in that it seems like there's a kind of complementarity there around Industry 4.0 because it is looking at interconnections and um, how how systems work as a whole and how different elements contribute to that. And in my mind, it, it feels kind of exciting that it's, for us, it um, is a great opportunity as our first dip into Mataronga Māori, but it kind of is an easier um, process as well because it seems like there's a natural more natural fit um, than more of our than has existed in our past projects for example yeah I mean um, personally I think um, the efforts that uh, here is making towards connecting and through providing opportunities and through just being a part of it are really exciting and really cool and um, I think uh, definitely are the sort of things that um, we need to see more of the industry doing. Um, it's interesting because, uh, or that you bring up, uh, that you know, it feels like there's lots of connections between them because it's like we've almost come full circle. You know, we've gone from when um, uh, Pakiha people came into uh, New Zealand in the uh, early 1800s, um, where there was sort of this idea that Matauranga uh, Māori and these understandings weren't valid or weren't, you know, the correct way of approaching and thinking about issues. Uh, well, I think. Um, you know, we're, as we've gone on and we've approached more complex situations and we've become, um, you know, more connected and more aware of the world around us, we've realised that these are actually really important approaches that we need to be looking at, we need to be, you know, accepting, not just as a, a part of, you know, um, engineering or as uh, solutions, but actually as a, uh, a fundamental um, and, you know, secondary way of generating knowledge and understanding the world around us. 
I think it would be fair to say that they haven't gone hand in hand. Um, what would be your advice around what are the opportunities um, that we're missing out on by not considering Maturonga Māori? Um, I think you know, there's lots of opportunities uh, that um, aren't immediately obvious because we just haven't considered Maturonga Māori in the past. Um, and so part of you know, understanding those sorts of opportunities is kind of a mindset change and it's kind of um, an understanding change that needs to happen before those really uh, come up and um, I think um, are important. But I think we have um, a lot of opportunities uh, to support um, society and to support you know, ourselves, but we also have a lot of opportunities to come up with really innovative and really exciting engineering solutions um, that for uh, companies uh, you know, can save money, can save time, um, but can also uh, you know, promote uh, environmental aspects and uh, goals and so on. Here is fortunate in that we have um, a relationship with Puhoro STEM Academy, um, which we have utilised a lot in terms of being able to um, improve our understanding of te ao Māori and Maturonga Māori. We're in that process and even te reo Māori. Um, what advice would you give to engineers who really may not even have any connections with iwi or Māori? How would they go about this process of um, considering, acknowledging and incorporating Matsuronga Māori? I think um, here is actually a really good example of a way that you can do, do that and that's, you know, uh, making the effort, stepping out and connecting with uh, the, 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 the Māori, um, I want to say, sort of efforts and movement that's happening around us and that, um, you know, being a part of that because especially as established companies or as established industry, there's a lot of potential there for you to do a lot and uh, also yourself learn a lot and uh, open up a whole lot of doors. Um, I also think, um, you know, that um, engagement with uh, Maturanga Māori, um, in, I think, you know, sort of a traditional sense, you have like an engagement where you might have like a contract with someone and that contract is, you know, six months and you do some work and um, at the end of it you get a building and someone gets paid and it's, you know, a very sort of uh, segmented and uh, consolidated effort. Um, but when developing relationships, um, you know, in the realm of te ao Māori or in the realm of Maturanga Māori, it's about a more uh, long-term relationship um, and connection. Um, and I think um, that so uh, for, you know, people that are looking into this, um, creating those, you know, those short contracts, those short interactions now can actually lead to a huge amount in the long term as you develop relationships and as you develop connections uh, to uh, local iwi, local uh, whakapapa, uh, et cetera. What do you think um, engineering as a discipline um, within Aotearoa New Zealand has really missed out on by not having a more um, proactive engagement with Maturonga Māori? I think, um, you know, for starters, there's some really cool, uh, you know, innovations and, um, I mean, uh, I think I saw an article yesterday about, um, you know, building designs, which actually you might have sent me, um, which, you know, are, are really based around a lot of the ideas and the understanding that Maturonga Māori have or has um, that, we're just completely missing out on, and that um, it's really hard to approach from a Western worldview because um, you know they don't necessarily consolidate or sit into the same ideas and structures um, that we're used to. Um, I also think um, that um, you know 
there's obviously lots of issues uh, around the world. Um, you know, there's climate change issues, there's big social issues. Um, an interesting question uh, that my supervisor brought up is, you know, are we actually going to have an earth for people to live on in a hundred years? Um, and a lot of, you know, the science that we've used and we've looked at that says, well, to be honest, not really. So we need to, you know, take the opportunity to look at new solutions and to explore new ideas. And I think um, Mataronga Māori and Te Ao Māori in general is a really exciting and um, prosperous opportunity for us to look at these issues in a new light, new perspective, and actually find real solutions. Um, and, you know, I mean, um, one of the lovely things about Mataronga Māori um, and about Te Ao Māori is that it's about well-being and it's about people. And if we refocus our lens, uh, you know, on well-being and on people and on uh, equity and understanding and empathy, perhaps we can actually solve these issues um, as opposed to, you know, what a lot of current methods uh, basically ignore them. I think that there seems to be um, quite a lot of consideration and acknowledgement in architecture around Mataronga Māori and definitely there's been a lot of innovation um, that Māori Dom have incorporated. For example, I think um, it, uh, it's a um, iwi-owned building that was the first Living Building Challenge certified building in New Zealand. Um, do you see that kind of focus in architecture shifting over and influencing engineering? I think um, definitely, especially with, um, you know, as we've talked about, the sort of um, synergies and connectedness that um, the fourth industrial revolution are bringing us. Um, and I really hope that it has the impacts that I think it's uh, capable of or that um, there is the potential for there to be um, and that we don't, you know, sort of dismiss it inside of the industry as we have for 100, 150, 200 years now. This is a, a maybe a controversial question um, with a detailed response, but why do you think it is that we haven't already traditionally um, incorporated Motoronga Māori, you know, just as normal day-to-day -day business within engineering? This is a very loaded question with a lot of um, approaches. Um, I think, um, you know, certainly... Uh, in a, in a much wider New Zealand context, um, we've seen um, a lot of, um, to put it nicely, conscious and unconscious biases against um, not only, you know, like Mataronga Māori and that sort of understanding, but also against Māori people in New Zealand. Um, and, you know, obviously there's lots of issues that every industry and every um, outside of engineering even around the world uh, all of New Zealand, world famous New Zealand, um, are understand, understanding and looking at. Um, but I think um, overcoming those, uh, you know, uh, conscious barriers first, but then those unconscious barriers is actually a really difficult process that requires, um, you know, us to sort of take a step back and look at ourselves. Um, I also think that there's a lot of, you know, ideas that there's only one correct way or one correct understanding, which is really a fundamental sort of axiom of um, Western science and of um, a lot of the world we live in. And I think, um, you know, uh, once uh, to actually find new solutions, we need to sort of overcome that and think about things more in the context of, or um, think about things in the context of a much wider setting and a much more holistic view. Um, 
And, you know, I mean, sadly, there's a really negative, I think, still perception of Māori people and of Māori engineers and of um, you know, even uh, Māori knowledge um, that still exists in society. Uh, that while I think, you know, certainly there have been steps and big strides towards uh, improvement, um, continue to exist. Um, so why don't we already sort of automatically consider this? Um, a lot of reasons, but we should. Hera is really excited about um, this project and we have um, been reliant upon Puhoro to assist us. In terms of the big picture, are you aware of how this research sits within the New Zealand research landscape? So certainly from the research that I've done, um, you know, looking at the New Zealand research uh, landscape, um, in terms of looking at uh, engineering specifically, and I think, um, you know, uh, the fourth industrial revolution, uh, this uh, research is really the first um, in its sort of class and in its sort of uh, perception and understanding. Um, I think it's important to recognise that there's been some similar research in other industries, um, looking at, you know, very similar issues, um, but I think, uh, you know, in terms of a foray into uh, uh, engineering and into industry and into um, a lot of the opportunities we have with Industry 4.0, this is a first. What happens next in terms of your internship outcomes? What are the plans with the resultant work? So um, at the very end of the, um, you know, dark tunnel, uh, publishing it um, would be really nice. Um, I think um, a lot of, you know, the steps to get to that point, um, there needs to be, uh, for me personally, but in terms of the research in general, needs to be more um, exploration of a lot of the issues and sort of um, exploration of how exactly we can solve these issues and the steps that, um, you know, you can take to approach and understand and solve these issues, um, but not just provide tokenistic or um, really useless solutions that aren't particularly useful um i think um you know the other outcome that we really need to explore is around uh, the benefits that this actually has um and you know i mean certainly looking at the the mechanized steps for how these changes can actually impact you know the environment uh, can impact human health uh, can um you know provide opportunities for industry um and can uh, even so much as you know um, for a lot of what industry 4.0 is looking at save lives um, and uh, impact families and our communities yeah. it's definitely a big 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 project um with big as you say longer term um outcomes that need to be developed over time an internship is such a small first step um, but we're really excited and we're so thankful to have you and Puhoro working with us on this project. So there you go thanks for joining our conversation with John Cole today. Seems to me that it is a failure of prevailing research paradigms that there is no space routinely held for Indigenous knowledge. This reminds me of the Whakatoki coined by the first Māori king Potato to Perofero at his coronation. There is but one eye of the needle through which white, red and black thread must go. Hi, it's Troy again. Hira has created the undergraduate Fanake Scholarship to assist Māori to enter engineering. We have awarded two scholarships so far, both to Wahine. If you would like to support a similar scholarship or internship, please contact me. My details are in the show notes.